Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Fueltopia podcast. That's right, we're back. <laughs> anyway, I'm as always, I'm Dan, and I've got a full house here with me tonight. Um, so I have got a few familiar voices that you'll you'll hopefully recognise. I've got Andy with me. Hello. And I've got Paps. Dan. Yeah, and we've also got a new one for the podcast this week. Uh, we've got Jimmy Drama. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey, it's it's good to be back, and it's great to have you guys here. Thank you so much for uh, you know coming back for this. Um, what would you call it? Like just a reunion after like two years? No, after a year, I think now, right? The yeah. Phoenix edition, isn't it? <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> I love that. It's the Phoenix edition with no effort, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a glorified phone call. Let's not get carried away. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, I've got a beer. I went to the fridge. Um, like, there's some effort. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're outdoing me. I've got like no beer. I was going to have like, a cold coffee. <laughs> right, we well, we will. We can at any point if you need to go do that. We fully support that. That is not a problem. Yeah, I kind you, of you... feel I'm letting the side down. <laughs> but it's definitely, it's yeah. I think the Phoenix uh, is that's a good way to put it. I mean, this is something that I felt we should have done at the start of lockdown. Uh, you know not to put not to put like a, a time frame on this uh, episode but it's going to be topical on that guys i'm sorry anyone listening you're going to hear more about that um it's i feel like yeah sorry, maybe... has, has something happened uh, yeah I'm not, so... <laughs> <laughs> I definitely... no, I mean, nothing has happened for three months that's the problem <laughs> i mean that pretty much sums up that i mean i was like we should first week of lockdown yeah we should probably do the podcast uh three months later right we should record yeah. something you know <laughs> But do you know? Do you know what? Like you're you're saying you're saying this, but I'm like I don't think I've been busier in no. three months, which is which is weird. Like you have almost three months of people being furlough at mm-hmm. home. I actually have found it, you know, refreshing. I've actually found this three months really good to just refocus, restructure, and and actually look at the world in a different way and try and figure out the new rules of the playing field. So I don't know kind of how you guys feel, but I actually kind of really have felt quite busy over three months. That's, I mean, worked so hard in my damn life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because perhaps obviously you're, you know, you are not full time uh, as a photographer or anything like that. So you are, you've been key working, right, the whole way through. Yeah, it. so railway engineering, keeping yep. people moving. As literally where I'd normally stop and think, do you know what? I'm just gonna go away for a week or just go do something cool. It has literally been flat out all the time, trying to keep everything going. It's, it's- insane. I, I mean, I can, I can only, I can only really try and figure that one out because obviously I haven't. Um, <laughs> uh, it's always been different because I will echo a lot of what Jimmy, what what Jimmy's saying. Um, in that, it's, it has definitely been the busiest I think I've been in many ways, and also mentally, like sorting stuff out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I think it's, I think that's the biggest thing for people has been the mental barriers like you, i think there's two routes you a lot of people come out of this they've either come out of it really unfixed so sat yeah. around drinking beers eating <laughs> yeah and then you've probably got a large population of people that have just gone training gone walking got themselves together i mean I, i've treated this whole thing like rehab because you obviously yeah. know our jobs before we're on the road oh yeah all the time like with partying as well as working like yeah. you know it's, it's there's good times and bad times on the road and actually just to lock down not have that kind of expectation to go out to drink and to actually just take time to to focus on like kind of getting up in the morning doing an exercise routine Mm -hmm. then getting into a structure um i've actually found it really really good 
like and i think there's definitely been two camps of people coming out yeah i think i think you're right because i think there's been a lot of people that have realized they don't actually like themselves (laughs) Um, people they're probably married to yeah yeah that yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) well that's what's got me out of the house text anyway <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like um, yeah. working from home, so I've had oh. to, uh, I've had to get out. It's like, uh, oh, I'm going for a six-hour bicycle ride, honey. I'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that, that's yeah. got, at least it's got you out, hasn't it? Like, I think that that's the thing, isn't it? Like, if you've got someone who's like a, a spouse or partner mm-hmm. or brothers working at home, you can't be locked with someone twenty-four-seven no. without no. kind of going a bit crazy. No, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's, yeah, there's definitely some meltdown moments in there. Like you're going <laughs> to, it, it's, it's pushing it. Um, but I mean, that's what you're talking then about the cycling, Andy, because you've really gone, I was looking through, obviously been following your Instagram throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. as we do with each other. You've obviously been putting a lot of effort into that, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like a ton. That's I've, awesome. I've been doing, I've, I've, I've also picked up like a shitty work from home job. It's uh, uh, barely... It's not worth talking about, but everything's about being, uh, is about like kind of getting healthier. And it, well, it's, something yeah. I had in mind before the lockdown, because uh, like I stopped smoking before the lockdown and mm-hmm. uh, I started trying to lose weight. But after the lockdown came in, I just went, right, I can't go far on my bike. So let's see what's about here. And it actually mm-hmm. kind of made me realize I don't need to go to. You know, like obviously where we are in Scotland, yeah. loads of great places to ride your your mountain yeah. bike. But actually, there's plenty around where most people stay because you're mm-hmm. never that far from the country. No, so that's that's pretty much what I've been doing whenever I can. Yes. And, and what what what? How um, if you don't mind asking, how, how much have you lost, Andy? How, what's your what's your gains in three months? Uh, I have lost just short of forty five pounds. Jesus, that's awesome. Really, that's decent. Just man. about twenty yeah. kilo. That's amazing, Andy. Like, talk about maximising lockdown. That's that's yeah. ridiculous. That's that's a result in itself, man. Like, yeah, that's such that's, an accomplishment. Um, I'm really impressed. No, so like, out of interest, right? Because I'll I'll say I, I talk too much anyway. But I'll tell you I'll tell you about how I dealt with certain things. But how long did it take you to kick in this mindset when we found out that that everything was called off and everything, Andy? Like, how long did it take? It was it was pretty much it was a couple of weeks. It was that's, once, that's once, yeah. once Louise started working from home. Yeah. Uh, and I, at that time, I wasn't really doing much. I was like, oh, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Uh, but it's not fair when, when, you know, when your partner's working from home mm-hmm. and you're sitting about watching fucking YouTube. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not really fair. <laughs> no. So you need to go and find something to do. So it was yeah. like, walk, walk the dog. There are like hills near me I can walk to from here. It's like a ten k walk or whatever, mm-hmm. and and then it became right. I'm going to go out on my bike. Or it started with running, but I was I was too heavy for running then. Mm. So I bet I you're not now though. Yeah, I bet you can no, do that now though. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't. I, yeah. just, I still yeah. don't like it though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Andy. I'm like, <laughs> forget running. I just did walking because I was just like, yeah. I can't. I can't run. Like, I don't get any pleasure out of it either. Yeah. Hurts my knees. You're really horrendous on your body as well. Your ankles. <laughs> the yeah. sound of us all. We all sound so old. I know. I don't. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the other thing. This. That's what lockdowns taught me is I'm actually really old. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm actually a really grumpy old man already. And I'm not even like, I'm just 35 and I feel like 50, you know, and the rest. Um, no, it's it's interesting to hear that, Andy. And that's such a cool, positive 
onlook to something that is genuinely just so awful um when it all well, kicks it's, it's off something it's something as well because i've had like in sort of previous years i've had like things with, like depression and shit especially mm-hmm. during the winter mm-hmm. and like going into the start last winter i was like right i'm not letting that happen no. so i was like from the outset i'm like i'm not letting myself get down i'm going to stay positive and do shit and try and be active and all the rest of it and then it just kind of followed on from that mm-hmm. and so it's like just it was like a natural progression of right we need to stay active we need to stay doing something because this could actually i mean this could break people oh yeah and that yeah. you know there are people who won't get out who are living by themselves and stuff like that and yeah be kind of really grim I mean, just gonna, I mean, I, I totally agree, Andrew. Mm-hmm. You, like, I think the days where I wasn't training, I think, you know, as Andy started saying, the first few weeks for me, mm-hmm. I kind of almost went from being away, as you guys know, I yeah. traveled for the last eight years, and to then be at home and just to be landlocked. And I yeah. struggled. I think the first two, three weeks, I really kind of struggled. And I kind of wasn't doing anything productive. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just sitting around, just kind of, saying this is unfair and then actually yeah. when i started i'd started the the gym like a progression since december and you know as i started then just doing home training stuff in the back garden you know then start going out for like walks for an hour trying to hit four miles and stuff like that i actually then started my day and it actually really reset me mentally and there's awesome. a lot to be said with i think mental health and sourcing your own mental health out with exercise and mm-hmm. yeah you know um there's a lot of stuff on the internet and once you start reading it, uh, it really rang, rang true. And, you know, I could tell the good days from the bad days from when I was training. And it just, yeah. it, it was like that endorphin rush of going, right, I know now 10 o'clock I finished, I've done my training and I felt set for the day and I could kind of get on with work, process everything. Whereas the, the days I were, wasn't doing it, I was, you know, I, I was just, my personality was changing. It was, it wasn't like, it wasn't great. And I was having some really, really difficult days of doing nothing but feeling like the world was trapped in it was against me like Mm -hmm. and i think that if you could have if i'd have carried on like that i think i'd have been in a in a really sticky place um just in my mindset so i actually really positively believe and i'm going to be one of those annoying preachy positive guys that yeah (laughs) exercise is exercise is really key and i think even now when the world opens up and going back to work i'm going to make time to do a piece of exercise in a, in a day like yeah, even if it's, got, even it's an hour to do something yeah that's makes you feel really positive about yourself as well yeah making that effort and going out and thinking do you know what i've done that like when right at the beginning when there was nothing else to do and i had a day off i'd literally mm-hmm. just go for a walk and yeah i just keep on walking until i kind of got bored or felt right it's going to be harder to walk back mm-hmm and i think at one point i've done about six and a half seven miles in a day just strolling <laughs> casually around it's good. That's... You know, and just enjoying nobody else being out at the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I walk a lot while I'm at work, obviously, because I work out on the railway. Mm-hmm. So even just walking two miles is like walking 10 because you're walking in boots, you're walking jackets. And, and you're laden, aren't you, as well? Yeah. 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 Bag, <laughs> and you get hot and you're like, well, trying to walk on track is actually quite hard as well because it's not level. Mm-hmm. So you just, it's that, this is tough, but it clears your head a lot, I find, especially if you're somewhere like you guys are, like Andy and Dan, mm-hmm. where it's just, 
a pretty place to be. It's just somewhere nice to go out and just look and just watch the world go by. That's it, man. I mean, I have i don't think I've ever explored these five miles from my house as much as I have during lockdown. I have seen some incredible... I found waterfalls. I didn't even know we had waterfalls. I found, <laughs> like, I found reservoirs. I found stuff that isn't even on the map. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is amazing. Um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't I have been biking a little bit, but I like to go for walks with Kerry as part of her like lunchtime because she's been working from home. Um, so we get 45 minutes to an hour of a walk every day. And I can I can literally echo what you're saying uh, is allows me to clear my head. Um, it's allowed me to just figure things out. And when I get back in the afternoon, I'm way more productive. Um, that's what I find anyway, which I'm sure. Massively. Yeah. Massively yeah. more productive after it because everything else is like. It, like all the other stuff that is kind of you think about it when you're on your walk and you're on your ride and you're on your run or whatever and you yep. can come back and focus in it's yep, yep. Oh, yeah I'm it's, it's it's like that story isn't it? it just reminds me of the guy that's like make your bed it's just becomes making your bed for the day isn't it you, yeah. you, you tick it off and it's like your list has already started because you've ticked doing something that's off it. And, and you like, miss it. You miss it, don't you? If you don't yeah, do, you do it, yeah, 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 yeah genuinely. Um, I did. I mean, I. I wish I could say I had the, the instant reaction. Um, I definitely didn't. There was a delayed reaction for me on figuring stuff out. Um, when lockdown came into effect, I took it as an opportunity. Like Kerry's working from home, um, and she's flat out, and she's doing a very important job. So I'm like, right, I'm going to leave her concentrate, and I basically just ticked through all the DIY for the next two years. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Um, but that basically. Took my mind off anything else that took my mind off the fact that obviously no work um that took my mind off uh, you know we're still going for walks so it was helping but at no point did my brain realize or i didn't let my brain realize that i had no work right that's a key thing um yeah. i then two to three weeks in i think it was the start of may i said like around my birthday start of may i was like hang on a minute this is this is bad um and i would say i had a i think it was the last week of april i had a really bad week like i was like struggling you know like you feel you start to question everything you start to question decisions you made um what got you to the point you're at like did you make the right decision to well for example for me i start to question like did i make the right decision to leave like a job which i would be doing still now which is lovely to have hindsight but you know what i mean you you start to yeah you really start to like freak out um and then i remember i had this moment where i was like in the bathroom and i'm staring i'm not on the toilet or anything i'm in the bathroom (laughs) and i'm staring into a mirror and i looked at myself and i said sort it out like seriously this is not going to work so i then wrote out a little roadmap for myself um and i redesigned my website and i started pushing that and pushing and i started collecting all the things i've done in the last seven years has got me to this point right now um and that was probably the best mental health exercise I ever did because that's when I just sat there and just said, Dan, you're not a waste of space. You haven't you haven't failed. This is what you've actually done. Um, and this is what you can do. And I mean, off the back of that, which we'll, we can get into in a bit, off the back of that, we've there's been work, which is yeah. a- amazing. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, I think so, Dan. I think it's yeah. all too easy to fall into the trap of oh. being a, of a woe me, it, yeah. everything's changed. And mm-hmm. You know, look, I've I've read some. I've got a great book, um, and it's and it's called, you know, the obstacle is the way, and it's about stoicism and the way you look at mm-hmm. things. And actually, the route with the obstacle is sometimes the better way, like the mm-hmm. easier way, and how we're used to. So actually, you know, COVID is just basically a massive like, <laughs> rock that's fallen our way. And yeah, I think you know the, we're all fairly similar in the way that 
we're not just sat there going, well, what now? No, looking, no. looking for looking for someone to come and get us out of this. It, it's yeah. it's been an exercise of going, well, look, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Where's where's now? Where's the pitch changed? Like we're just in a different position. How do we make money? How do we diverse? How do we change ourselves and our progression? And you know, there yeah. the, the probably are people that are, are stuck and. Yeah, I feel bad for those people because they're in a place where they don't think they can move forward. But actually, mm-hmm. there's I actually think there's a wealth of opportunity of of COVID lockdown. Like the there's so much that you could be doing. Like this podcast will probably get at least double the the viewers yeah, because people, yeah. people people are looking for things. And yeah. there's opportunity in, you know, live streaming, gaming. We've seen it, like gaming has become so important oh, massively. Within, within sport. And I just think that there's there's new rules. The world has changed, and I think mm-hmm. it's never going to revert back to the way it was fully. But there's just new, new industry, new, new ways to make money. And I think Dave Cox, um, who's obviously on this podcast mm-hmm. regularly before, has showed that he did like a he did a lockdown piece where he just went out yeah. walking. He changed yeah. his he changed his dynamic really quickly. And there's other photographers I follow on Instagram that were like doing shoots through people's windows, and they were yeah. Psyched, they I, were saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm, you know, just seeing this new world emerge. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm kind of like kind well, of thriving in it, and I, and I love the development and people's ambition to change and not allow time to stand still and just find that new thing. And no, will, no, I will think it yeah, last I agree. maybe not, but it's taking us on a on a journey. I think I think you're right. I mean, none of us are people, as you say, none of us are people that were like we got what we've got because we've worked hard, and that's what we always push on this podcast. We always tell people if you want it, aim for it, you'll get it. Like, do you know what I mean? Just keep going for it. Um, and I'm definitely not a worries me person, um, but I could see myself regretting. It's, it wasn't quite a I wish someone would help me. It was more like Dan, you didn't help yourself. That which I guess is a worries me, but it's like it was a weird feeling I've never had before. Um, and it probably lasted like what two or three days until I literally sat myself down and had a stern word with myself. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, think we, I think we all go through that. I mean, you need let's, to. Not, let's not beat ourselves up. And I, you know, no. we we didn't come in. And go, oh, this is this is brilliant. I, I love mm. this. I think everybody naturally has to have that. <laughs> naturally has to have that. You I don't know, need to but, see anyone. This is amazing. Right? Yeah, but, but it's like, I think it, you're not at the end of three months feeling the same no, as that. No. I think as well, because you work freelance, mm-hmm. you, there's like your kind of high tide market or low tide mark or whatever is kind of higher. So it's like, oh, I've not got work for a bit, but work will come in. And that's, yeah. that's kind of always in your head. Yeah. And then when you get to the point where you're like, Actually, I don't see work coming in because I don't yeah. see anything happening for for however long. That's when you go, oh, shit. So yeah. where like a normal person would have panicked well before that, mm-hmm. then it's like it's like elevated for you. So then when you do panic, it goes, holy fuck. And it's like, yeah. it's almost too much, you know? Especially yeah. I mean, you've freelanced for seven years now. So you know that yeah. the, the peaks and troughs mm-hmm. of, of doing that. And... This is probably the biggest trough we'll ever face as a as a society. Yeah, I think yeah, that's actually a good way of putting it. It is, um, yeah, because you you can deal with a little bit, you can deal with a month or two, but when it gets a little bit more, um, but that's why I that's why I sat down and I said, right, um, what can I do? So uh, that was when you start looking, and I'm sure other people that listen to this will be will can relate to this. You start looking at what skills you can do in lockdown, which again was what you were saying, Jimmy, about in, in creating new avenues. Um, so I straight away was like, right, well, um, 
I can make websites for my room. So let's make some websites. So that's why my my new website pushes a lot of that stuff, pushes a lot of that content creation, um, not just photography, because businesses are all going online. Um, They've all got to go mail order. And if they didn't have a website before, they need one like yesterday. Um, And that's been what's kept me busy this whole time, really, is doing that. Um, It's nuts, yeah, but you adapt, don't you? Every every business has struggled through this, you know. Mm -hmm. We have massively. We were bailed out by the government to the yeah. tune of something like one point four billion pounds. Oh my god! <laughs> because we were on the route of going bankrupt, you know. And this is a, a yeah. huge, a com- like that's, a that's just paying your salary. Yeah, that's just perhaps. Well, what, what can I say? You know, but, you know we, for one point seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we burned through. How amazing uh, would that be? Our, 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 yeah. If you guys all, thanks for the bailout, but we don't want that much. We want this yeah, much. We want <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we we yeah. burned through our savings as a company yeah. in about we we it cost us about six hundred million pounds a month to run. Wow. And that is that sounds like my, my Navara diesel bill. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but that was with almost eight thousand staff furloughed. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. So, you know, every business has struggled through this, and we were getting to the point where we were like, we can't afford to run. Yeah. You know, See, and I've seen there has been so many businesses around London that shut down in the beginning of March and haven't opened again and might not open again. Mm. So, I mean, there's what... a lot of people out there that will struggle. And like, yeah, like you guys, you're finding other avenues, which is good. Um, Andy working from home, I'm pretty sure that was him trying to steal my bank details the other day. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I could do that, John. Hook me up. Yeah. No, that's a, it's, it is, it's been a very testing um, and very interesting to be able to, again, this is all philosophical, but being able to look into yourself and see what you can create from it and what you can make from it. Um, you guys talking about the fitness, that just like makes me smile because I'm so happy that you could that you find that and you focus on that um and again I think about my little hour walks a day but they definitely have helped like little things like that it all mm. it's it's nice it's it is good to hear I mean it's made me appreciate a lot more what the opportunities I've been able to do in the past as well just being able 100%. to go mm. jump on a plane and go somewhere mm. and then I mean, all of a sudden you must be feeling that do that no, exactly. I mean, obviously, you know, Andy, you would be smack bang in the middle of a speedway season now, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Like I mean, Jimmy uh, being everywhere. Exactly. I mean, yeah. we all would be. It's like we'd, we'd yeah. all be doing something, yeah, something it's, different just now. Yeah. Uh, I actually just kind of feel that, geez, yeah, the first flight I take back is going to be such a, a weird experience. Isn't it going to be weird? Yeah. yeah like that is like going to be so strange. It does feel like you, you get so when you travel so often and you go, you know exactly the lanes to take and you knew exactly what to have to mm-hmm. do. But now when you're going back, it's you've got two meter distancing. Yeah. How, mm-hmm. how's, do you know what I mean? Like, I haven't been in a, to be fair, I haven't been in a rush to, to sign up to try and fly just yet. I'm kind of <laughs> no. like, I'm I'm excited to go back, but I'm also kind of apprehensive in in a way because yeah. it's you've just been instilled this kind of distancing thing, and you can't distance on a plane. You've got to sit where you've got to sit, and mm-hmm. you know you might not have someone next to you, but you've got someone basically sat in your lap in front of you, yeah, you know, yeah. and and behind you. So it's like, well, yeah, you know, you just don't know how it works out. But uh, it's you know what's also scares me. Um, I say scare me, scare me loosely. Um, is the is it's not even 
the businesses and how they manage it. It's the other human beings. Like I'm mm. every day we're being hit with the way other people are dealing with this. And it's not like it's madness. Some of it. People are terrible. Yeah. Like, like, living and working in London. That's, like, the, title. That's the title of this week. <laughs> <I'm terrible>. <laughs> <laughs> like living and working in London and traveling into London every day. Yeah. The simplest minor inconvenience to somebody of, you know, please wear a mask or a face. Yeah. Mask or a face. It's not even a mask. It's a face covering. Wear a scarf around your face. Yeah, you know? just wear something. A neckerchief, you know. Yeah. Plastic anything. bag. And realise shit plastic bags. And, and realise bags. I've seen yeah. long oh. gas masks. And realise that your nose is also connected to your lungs. If you could yeah. just cover your nose at the same time, it'd be greatly appreciated. Like, a minor <laughs> inconvenience for 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long you're on that train. Yeah. Do do your pers- your your fellow human beings a favour or just off. <laughs> totally, totally. I mean yeah, it's and I mean uh, it, you know, mask I don't want rage to... is a thing as well. Mask rage, yeah. Um, I've seen that. Like... I've seen some bad videos. I mean, not to go, obviously go too into that side of things because I think everyone's struggled and hopefully we've imparted some bit of knowledge <laughs> on how we dealt with it and that it's okay. Like... Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I just mean like, you know, at least it's okay to feel like that. I'm sure there's some people, especially I feel for those that live by themselves. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, that, that does... Yeah, I, th- I think if you were yeah. disconnected... Yeah, it it would. Yeah, it's tough. It's like doing solitary, isn't it? You, mm. you just kind of like you live by yourself, working from home by yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, like we've got Zoom and stuff, and yeah. it just doesn't cut it though. Yeah, nope. you've got to have some sort of human interaction. Human contact. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I've seen a lot of you know people you revert back to their shells. It's mm. unfortunately. Um, you see a lot and you try to, you know, you try and be there for all your friends. I mean, we've, um, we've spoken at least all once. Andy, I know I haven't been able to talk to you as much during lockdown, but again, um, it's, you know, it's, it's been hard. Um, same with you, Pat. So I've, I've been able to speak to you a couple of times, Jimmy, and it does help yeah. to try and communicate with each other. Um, but again, this is my own problem because dealing with my own demons was a case of, well, I don't really want to talk to anyone else because I'm not doing so well. Do you know what I mean? And that's probably what a lot yeah. of people think. Um, and, and conversation becomes harder because yes. you have, no one has anything to say no so you it's it's like the people that you would normally talk to and have conversation to flow yeah like actually you go what have you done well nothing and what have you done oh, yeah. nothing <laughs> and in conversation it becomes even harder to keep a conversation with someone in yeah. in this time and you know these could be people that you were talking to on a regular basis yeah. and it it just really becomes very difficult because mm-hmm. you then you know, you've then got to start thinking about, yeah, okay, conversation because that actually becomes better in a way. Mm-hmm. But you do have that awkwardness of there's a lot of people that you're like, I got nothing left to say. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. it's it, it, yeah, definitely. Um, and it'd be people you normally talk to every day as well. Yeah, people at work. All of a sudden, it just becomes. Well, I mean, it's the same with us guys. I mean, we, you know, for everyone listening, everyone who's involved with Fueltopia is pretty much, we have a group chat um, and we discuss and that we discuss most things. And during summer, that is lit. Like that group chat is constant with photos, um, talking about stuff. We haven't really said a word in there. Uh, and no. that just that just shows, you know, because all of us are like, well, there's no events. Um, there's nothing to talk about. And it's like, it's hard. Right. Super, super. I have taken this time to go through all the images that I didn't ever have time oh, to do before. So I'm going to like, steer this snap. back on and be like, "Yes, no, no, this has been this has been great." And Good. just training through pictures and maybe kind of finding a couple that I think were better than 
that I thought I had. And it yeah. just yeah. It's been it's been really nice to go back and try and experiment re editing and re doing stuff with pictures I took when I first got a camera. Yeah. That is super cool because uh, I can completely relate to that, Jimmy. I actually managed to go through the entire backlog from 2018 and 2019, which was thousands of photographs. Yeah. Um, and that was a huge, like, because I know, Andy, you're one of the, you've got quite a backlog as well. Did you manage to get yeah. through everything? I've not even looked at anything. <laughs> I've honestly not looked at anything. Yes, amazing. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, I mean, I'm... I'm somewhere about 100,000, 120,000 photos a season and I don't delete anything. Oh my so God, that freaks me out. <laughs> so, like, um, where where do you even start? I mean, that goes back to like 2015. You need yeah. to take like, chairs out of Western Digital, man. That's insane. <laughs> like, that's wild. That moment of... Media, do not yeah. like <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that is definitely the moment of, oh, let's have a look at this catalogue. No, I'm going for a cycle. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. it's nah. I've, okay, I've well, considered that a couple of times, but I mean, what I'm have just going back to like the start of the Fuji or the start of the Sony and yeah, but nah, that's just <laughs> nah, there's too many. There's too I many. mean, do you have you? Because I know. Jimmy, you've been taking some photos during lockdown. Um, and yeah. I kind of want to focus on some of the stuff we've done because I've seen you've been out to businesses as well and taken some photos. Um, perhaps, have you been doing any shots at all, shoots at all, anything like that? Trying to make the most of it? You know, it was the, my biggest regret is when lockdown first kicked in and I was working literally in London. I went for a mm-hmm. walk down to Oxford Circus and you could stand mm-hmm. in the middle of Oxford Circus and there was nothing. Oh, that must have been on amazing. A, a, yeah, that would have been 20, amazing. 20 days later. Yeah. yeah. It was surreal. No buses, no people. No camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no and, camera. <laughs> yeah. But the biggest regret, obviously, because it was still, at the time, it was like, oh, you shouldn't really be out. Yeah. They didn't like you being out unless you were there for a reason. So but, yeah. no, the biggest regret I had was not actually going out and taking the photos in town. Yeah, it would, it would have been insane. Like Some of the stuff, um, I think, was it Australia? Australia, some some cities there, and people mm-hmm. put like the you know the the wildlife coming back into the city. Oh yeah, that like was that. amazing. Like some yeah. of those some of those shots in early lockdown were. You really you've been cool. out on a you've been out on a few shoots, though, haven't you, James? Because you did you did some off roading during all this. Yeah, so in the very early part, right yeah, I, before we were fully locked down, locked down, you know, right. like while we was okay, yeah, I did. I headed out with uh, Rich McGuire from mm-hmm. from Rice Lip Tires, and we we did a tire kind of a tire review he got some new tires on his he just built a discovery disco three um, Wicked. and we just went out into the surrey hills and yeah it's, it's just the best time you know but obviously just even better because there was not many people out yeah. and about at all and you know generally they're quite busy with walkers and dog mm-hmm. walkers and stuff but yeah it was just it was exactly that 28 days later that That's we were mad. like we're still allowed to be out but it was kind of at the very end where people were kind of just choosing to stay in and yeah. then, um, and then the other one I've I've done is uh, supporting uh, Paul Hewitt, who's mm-hmm. um, Black Lamore Barbers. And when once they opened, I, I booked in to see them because I wanted That's to cool. support. I wanted to support his business. Like you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go and pay for my first post quarantine haircut. And it's like <laughs> let's let's give people that yeah. we know the money. You know, like 100%. Let's, not, let's not just go and give it to a chain. Actually, let's get these small businesses going again. They're the ones that really need the money so i drove down to brighton um and just kind of yeah just hung out with him for a few hours and took some shots and 
gave them to them and you know got a haircut and it just it just felt good but yeah i haven't really you know i'm i'm kind of a hobby hobbyist you guys mm-hmm. are, you guys of course pros, but my stuff is kind of you know but it's still what I, what I what I mean is you know even amongst all this you still managed to create that's what I'm trying to like sure. still st- you, you, your mind is still thinking I, I want to make things I want to do something it's not so cool but we've got red kites where we live mm-hmm. on the, oh, the yeah. 40 corridor we've got these red yeah. kites like the largest wings big bird of praise yeah. bird in, in England <laughs> and you know some of the guys around where we live throw food out for them and there was mm-hmm. like 13 of them came swooping down and wow. i just grabbed i grabbed the camera grabbed grabbed the lens and just shot these birds just yeah. exactly that just because i'm like yeah. i need to shoot something yeah. and you know of course obviously we got kids and we shoot them mm-hmm. and like but they get bored they're like they, they don't want to be part of that they get, <laughs> no. they're like you know so yeah just not finding, again not again yeah, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> finding yeah. Like even if I'm shooting wildlife, like, and what I know is I suck at wildlife photography. So any wildlife photographers <laughs> out there, and I'm like, geez, like you, you, you guys are really good. It's impressive, get. isn't it? Yeah, when you start trying mm. to give it a go, you're like, yeah, no, that's you guys do well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the, have you been able to uh, incorporate anything with the going out riding on the bike and stuff, Andy? Uh, a couple of bits and pieces, but a lot of time it ends up like I just want to keep going. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm out on the bike, I don't try to like stop and. Uh, so like I've t- there have been times where I've taken my camera and I've not used it or I've done some a couple of bits I got you but like I mean I'm doing the, the stuff I'm doing I'm kind of just doing it just for me just to yeah keep using my camera as opposed to for anything for sharing or well that's it yeah because you get rusty don't you it feels I like do anyway yeah. yeah I mean it's with, with myself um, I pushed basically i thought to myself right businesses are going to be struggling coming out of lockdown um and i thought that a lot of them would want some form of you know promo material and so on to to relaunch so i approached a bunch of local businesses um one of the coolest ones being a comic book store um just down the road for me and i got to do a full photo shoot inside his comic book shop and it was wicked like because uh, it was all empty. it was awesome yeah, right cool. and, it, and it's all empty so there's no one around um he basically just opened the door and said go you know have fun <laughs> so i was literally in there for like a couple of hours getting everything we needed for all of his promo materials so that was a really cool one um which you know was a good good little job and then the next one was um this barbers um in center of glasgow and i went into uh, well i was introduced through a friend and they said, oh, this person wants to do, you know, wants a promo material. And I was like, cool. They've just had a shop redesigned. I was like, yeah, no bother. So I turn up for a meeting and, you know, social, socially distanced meeting, obviously. Um, and he says, right, what I want is, you know, having the haircut and stuff. I said, yeah, that's all cool and stuff, but let's try and let's try and go big. Um, and let's try and try come up with something because we don't get this opportunity to have an empty city very often. Uh, and he said to me, he was Glasgow born and bred. So I was like, well, why don't we just take a barber's chair and go around the center of Glasgow to all the iconic locations? Um, and take pictures of you doing cutting people's hair. Um, they are such good. Yeah, I, Dan, when you Thank got you. this set, I was like, "This is set because I think it was about the same time I went down to see Paul. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. And then, so I, I put mine out. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm happy then." And then you dropped the hair, and I was like. Fine. this is the thing right (laughs) i i was so happy because the comic book shop he didn't want anything wild right he just wanted his his product images and it's the same with all the fantastic stuff i get to do for for automec which is the the workshop in glasgow which has recently picked up you know uh, a couple a couple of hours a week and i get to do but 
pictures of cars, but it's all very much like do this, do that. I want this. I want that. And I'm like, okay, the barber, you see, he didn't know what he wanted. So that meant that my brain could just go boom. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's make something. Mm. Um, and it, it felt good. Do you know, it felt like you a picked some banging, you picked some banging locations as well. Like, thank you. Cause like when I saw the one outside the, the sub club, yeah. Oh, yeah. You that, like that? That, that took me back to being nineteen <laughs> and like full of Colombian marching powder and just fucking off my tits. It was great. Yeah, I was uh, I, honestly. I, I had so that drink, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely had had so much fun. Um, it was really cool to be out in a city undisturbed. Um, we had the, the 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 police stopped me at one point and just asked us to be socially distant. Um, and that was pretty much it. Uh, it was actually really really cool. We we were able to put the barber's chair in the centre of the road in many places in Glasgow, which you could never do, um, yeah. and just completely completely just have freedom um in this in this city to create something so that for me has to be the highlight of my lockdown and what what i'll say is i being realistic um i would i love that job right and i want to do i've got other people asking for similar sort of stuff which is really cool so uh, we'll see what happens but what i'm saying is i would never normally have time to do that sort of work Mm. And, not this time of year. No, not this time of year. No, and that was brilliant to be able to have someone come to me and and he actually he was really funny because he when he when Mark who owns Mr Blonde in Glasgow when he messaged me afterwards he was like I never expected to turn out like that like I knew you were good but everyone I spoke to wouldn't like they they couldn't have done that and I'm just like well the thing is you've caught me at a good moment <laughs> well, and, and you also caught the world at a good moment because yeah. what are the chances of ever anybody else going to be able to replicate that shoot no in, no in, and yeah. so you've really everything's kind of aligned for you on it as well which mm, been, true it's, it's almost that perfect that perfect storm yes it? It is. Yeah, it has um, to be like, yeah, mate, we're getting up four o'clock in the morning, yeah. four and five, yeah. we're going to these locations. Can only really do it on a Monday, though, because students are out on Tuesday. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, oh just, actually, oh. we... I've just remembered, sorry, I just remembered, Daddy, we had two junkies try and sell us a husky. That was the only interaction we had. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want a husky. And they're like, just touch it. It's nice. And I was like, yeah, no, that's great, mate. But I don't want a, I don't want a husky. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> Also, big shout out to uh, to the assistants for Mr. Blonde because they were fantastic uh, mobile light stands the whole night. Um, <laughs> there was it was very good. It was very very good. <laughs> so was that all done in one night? That trip? all done in one night, Andy. Um, I was. I think it took from start to finish because of how free and clear the city was. Um, it took us two hours total, and that was with a lot of like messing about um, a lot because oh. I basically we had two. So I had three barbers um, and I think four different models, basically. And so there was like seven guys. So it was it was quite, yeah, it was good. It was a good laugh. And you went fair. like from like the south centre to the west end, didn't you? So it's not like yes. it's all just... No, no. So we like went... Um, Kelvin Hall and stuff. No, no, it wasn't there. So we went like the Hydro. Um, so for anyone, the Hydro is the big event, you know, big event venue in Glasgow. And then we drove into the West End of Glasgow, um, did the Kelvin Grove Museum, which is a beautiful building. Um, and then we moved on to, uh, what's it called? Uh, that lane. That's terrible. I can't remember it. The lane with all the lights Ashton above lane. it. Ashton Lane, right? So yeah, famous, famous enough for me to forget the name. But anyway, uh, we went there um, and then came around to the classic Glasgow Clockwork Orange Subway. Um, trying to think where else there was. Moved from there to the city centre I think it was after that and we went to yeah, like under central station and that's it under central club. station 
so really really cool and again never have that kind of freedom you just wouldn't um without getting absolutely pestered so for me that will be what i remember lockdown for Mm. is that i had bad times I redesigned what I could do. I pushed myself to create new things, i.e. the websites I did. And then I still managed to find some work. Um, so if anything, that gives me that little bit of confidence, you know? Yeah. Mm. And and you found work outside of... Yeah, outside of cars. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, yeah. Actually, you're actually gaining work in because yeah. let's face it, once everyone comes back, you'll probably maintain that work. So you actually yeah. get new, new leads, which is, which is amazing. Which is which is awesome. So that's kind of what I wanted to focus on because I know obviously we kicked off this and, and you can't help but be down about how things went. You just can't help. I don't think you can anyway because it's just such a monumental event. But isn't it? I just want to kind of say to people how important it is to focus on those wins. Like you guys talking about your your sport and I mean Andy you've that you've lost an incredible amount of weight that's something to be proud of man like, that's amazing mm-hmm. um Jimmy you with just keeping your using it like a detox um yes, I feel rehab. I think it's amazing <laughs> it's I think it's rehab, I think it's brilliant um Paps you've had to work the whole way through so yeah that sucks but you've 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 <laughs> uh, also worked the whole way through finally exactly done fuck all for as long as I've known him so it's good to see him doing <laughs> <laughs> but no it's it's interesting I mean talking of uh, talking of events though because obviously the majority of stuff is is dead for 20 I mean I saw SEMA was cancelled last night wasn't it yeah there's there's yeah. been some big news then there's was it Driftmasters just saying yeah. they're going to do the one round and yeah I'm not surprised to, to no care. But one round, though, the fact that they're still able to, you know, able to pull off one round, um, even that's impressive. It's good to see. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, I hope it all goes well for them because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of eyes will be watching them, especially anyone trying to hold an event in this situation. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think that, you know, we've we've been working as well on <clears throat> on on grid. As, as yep. You know, I've worked yep. on Jim Connor grid and uh, you know, I can't say what our decision is just yet. There's a, it's keeping updates with everything. In the, it's mm-hmm. it's like we've I think we've planned almost five events around <laughs> scenarios, and every time you get to a point of you think that that's it, it changes. And yeah, the, go- the goalposts keep moving. Honestly, it's like trying to lay bricks on water. It's I bet it's it's an absolutely impossible task. So I, I'm kind of feel that you know maybe some of these events could go ahead. But mm-hmm. actually, financially, it's this year, I think the financial risk to reward is just easier to, for these big events to go, do you know what? We're just going to postpone. We're not even canceling. Yeah. We're postponing a year. And, yeah. and the world's going, okay, yeah, cool, we get it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, and I think it's only the morons online that are just kicking off being upset. It's like, well, no, no, we all get it. We understand. Yeah. Because- well, I, think it, I think as well, you've got, I mean, you've got things, obviously, the premiership came back and mm-hmm. yeah. but these are these are these are organizations that have multi million, multi billion dollar agreements mm-hmm. that were going to be voided, that they would have to pay back money. You know, oh, I think God, the, football yeah. One, yeah. the football one was was close to I can't remember off the top of my head, so I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was about five billion. <laughs> Yeah, with, I suppose with the, with, the, with the sponsorship, finished. with the sponsorship though, they could almost probably float that, can't they? They they don't need the fans. Mm. at the games but yeah i don't know i, I watched but, yeah, the fa but, cup final the other day and it was a weird scenario with the dub sounds of the crowd oh is yeah. that what they did i i yeah. wondered how they were going to do it oh so it yeah. depends what channel you watch on so what like would they have one channel with like the dub sound and then one yep. with just footballers swearing each other <laughs> <laughs> 
that's um it is funny how people are coping with it i mean i see formula one have you guys watched any of that recently any of the new yeah i've yeah. watched the silverstone one which mm-hmm. you know i thought was actually really exciting in that last mm-hmm. that last throwing minutes the the three-wheel gate you know yeah. <laughs> just like say radicus has been doing that for quite a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the thing is though, the, the problem with formula one is still that the, the commentator got to lap 50 of 53 and says this this race is really starting to get interesting now. I'm like, well, what have I been doing for the last fucking two hours? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's just interesting seeing how the world is trying to recover as best it can. Um, and I'm looking forward to the day that we can all obviously have an event because I mean, even it's even touched our own uh, race series. I saw, um, you know, FBS uh, Formula G, sorry, has all been cancelled, hasn't it, for this year? Yeah, I saw that announcement as well. That yeah, dropped, dropped up the other day, and I know that you know, obviously, Becky and Andy have been on non-stop, probably yeah. in contact with people trying to, and and it's not even them; it's then the the circuits there or their stuff on furlough and when you're on furlough mm-hmm. you can't, you're not meant to be even replying to anyone or telling anyone no. so you've got people trying to chase people that can't get back to you if they wanted to so it's just this mad domino effect of do you know what it's just i think just for everybody's sanity of going okay great you're the great you're the first person there and it's like you know i see people going to ibiza and, and mm-hmm. partying and i'm yeah. like oh cool you're the first people there but there's like 20 of you in the club yeah it's not the same vibe when the club's packed out and it's like and it's having it it's like a well done for being first it's like it's like the right first on the comment and you're like yeah 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 yeah. it's a serious question i mean do you do we want it to go back to how it was or do we think these new mindsets that i believe we all have because of this do we we want to try and build on that you know I, I would like to see, I'd like to see a return. I think if we could, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, going off track, I'm like, yeah, I think there's, there's atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. the difference, the, the difference between watching a football game at home and then going to it is the atmosphere. It, it yeah. always has been. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the concert. You don't just go and buy the CD. You go to the concert because of the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, people together, like we could get really deep again. People give off energies and when yeah. everybody's there with the same energy that's that's what people remember people don't yeah. just sit there and listen to a cd and go oh that was the best cd of my life mm. <laughs> like so i kind of think people have cds in about 10 years jerry i'm just yeah you know i'm living in the past, i know so. I, I know what you're saying man because like when you're when i'm at a racetrack working um it's the buzz of the crowd and how much they get into it and the buzz of the of the paddocks and stuff and that's actually what i miss is the energy um mm. i miss the energy like that's uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. I mean, I think there's been a few times where I've walked around the house making car sounds, uh, much to Kerry's um, amusement. But uh, <laughs> I definitely do miss, um, you know, that vibe. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 the people. Like, not even like the crowd and stuff, just the, the people that, you, you know, oh, how are you doing? Shake your hands. Yeah. Nice to see yeah. you. I saw that, you know, taking the yeah. piss out of people. Yeah. yeah that's the, yeah, what the, I really miss. There's the banter. Yeah. As as much as I hate to use that word, no, it's yeah. true. It is true. I I agree, and I, and I think going into this new world, I think people will be more cautious Hopefully. in terms of greeting. Like it's it's really weird now at times when you greet <laughs> people and you're like this stutter of, do we do we yeah. come? Do we not? <laughs> yeah. Like do you, do you social distance? Do you not? Like I know it's horrible. It, uh, it's, 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 and it, and it, it's kind of removed 
like kind of just what we took for granted. And I really hope that it's not even for us. I kind of hope for, you know, future generations that they don't become this sterile people that mm-hmm. are devoid of integrating with people outside the bubbles. Well, that's you know, the other thing, yeah. You know, that's the other thing. Let's let's get back because we, we don't know like, you know, if you want to go really deep, we don't know the impact this is going to have on developing kids. Like this no, is no, for no. us for us this is an inconvenience for three yeah. months, we get over it. But for the new world, the Gen Z's coming up, yeah. This is this is shaping. Like we they've missed schools, they've done that. You know, this is this is shaping their development. Like, you know, we see that with people that we interact with the kids our own, they've mm-hmm. actually taken to it really well. I actually mm-hmm. think it's the older generation that have been the total assholes by not abiding by what we've yeah. been set out for. The young generation, essentially, or the very young, not maybe the teenagers, the very young, are already doing that. Like I see it with, with Logie, who's, who's mm-hmm. you know, super young, and they're very good at it. And it's like, well, how's that going to affect them in their generation in in another 15 years you know in terms of the way that they remember this and do they keep that rules do they not that's a really good yeah it's that is something that carrie and i have discussed that a few times because it's like the world is definitely very very different for them right now um and Mm. yeah you're right it's shaping them um i mean yeah i have to have to see i i hope it doesn't Uh, i hope it doesn't have any adverse effects but uh it's it's a difficult one i mean talking um to, I mean, to, meaning, oh, what was I going to say? I'm trying to think of basically trying to. Look, you're trying to think of a clever segue, are you, Dan? I was, yeah. I was, I was, I was more thinking of the fact that it's we've missed all these events, um, and I was wondering. Oh, I don't know where I'm going with that, boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, seamless link, Dan. It was a seamless link. No, but I had the problem was <laughs> is I had. I had, I'm so rusty. I'm so rusty so with it. Rusty. Um, because normally I have stuff written down and I was writing something down then. And then I was like, no, I've just written something that makes no sense. So, um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, everyone. Uh, for dinner. Yeah, basically. I think I just... Sweet and sour bowls. That's not yeah. a topic to discuss. <laughs> the worst thing is, I do this sometimes if I'm on a phone call and he's caught me on a phone call and I'm doing yeah. an email, yeah. I will then just totally void out of the phone call, concentrate on the email, or write what I'm talking about on the phone in the email. Oh, a million times. Uh, <laughs> that's a regular one. If Kerry's talking yeah. to me whilst I'm writing a WhatsApp, uh, I'll get, they'll, get my, they'll get her reply, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. It's bad. No, it, I was just... Um, yeah, I'm just trying to... I hope that we do get... To, I mean, that's it. That's what I was going to say. Right. Do we think that the media, the coverage that we've all been involved with in some way, do you think it will go back to the way it was? And by that, I mean the massive amount of... of in the massive amount of people that do cover events and so on, or do we think it's going to become a more elite thing? Now, the reason why I mention this is I don't know if you saw, but in America, they have banned freelance photographers from certain race events. NASCAR, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Now, is that what we're going to see going forward as a, as a means of protection? Like, what do we, th- I mean, have you guys seen that? Or I thought that was mad. I think it's going to become very difficult isn't it because mm. some of the a lot of magazines use freelancers you know, yeah because it's very expensive to have staff so i i i don't know if that's necessarily going to replicate over here in europe i think maybe even at the beginning that was like a a, a decision to try and limit the amount of people and not yeah. trying to say you've got this you've got this because otherwise it becomes a monopoly doesn't it of yes who whoever gets that gig 
the next man is going to be like, well, he's no better than me. And I've had got, I've got clients. So I think maybe it was a, it was a right decision just in the short term. But I actually think that overall using freelancers is, is going to become more important. You know, like mm-hmm. we all know that media outlets were, were struggling. We had, we went from traditional media to, to digital media in, yep. in the last X amount of years. And you know, freelancers are super important in delivering content, but well, will that's now, the, yeah, yeah. Will, will people that shoot images and video get priority over those that just shoot stills? That's the yeah. question because it's yeah. like, well, that person can do more content creation on site than someone that just specializes. But mm-hmm. I, I actually think that content, you know, people that gather content are now more important than ever before because people will consume being at home rather than maybe being encouraged to go to the events. I, I, I think so. I think you're right. I mean, I know for certain, it's funny what you just said then, because I know for certain that I lost out on a gig. Um, it wasn't, it was something to do with the relaunching of um, uh, British Superbikes. And I know I lost out on that simply because I refused to do video and photos at the same time. The reason being is the budget didn't allow for that, right? Uh, for the time, for, for the time it would take me to put in to do that. And I said, mm. I'd rather not split my efforts between two things and be mediocre. I'd rather be very good at one thing. Sure. Um, and I know that, that that they turned me down for that one reason. And I'm like, well, you know, you make your bed. Uh, but I'm I'm still happy I made that decision because I wouldn't want to be put in that awkward situation. But uh, that is definitely something that I think w- will happen. Um, I think yeah. as well, kind of, I, think, I think things as well, without getting too in the, in the weeds, but I think things like uh, digital rights will become more and more important. Mm-hmm. So actually where photographs are going, where videos are going, they will I think they'll look to have more of a uh more of a sense of that. Yeah. Uh, they, they'll want that quantified. Because actually is there any value in you being here and amongst our athletes and mechanics and mm-hmm. our staff when all you're doing is posting on a Facebook page? <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you know I think that's that a tighter control over who is considered freelancer. You know, if great, you're there. But if you're just contributing, as as Annie just said to mm-hmm. to a Facebook page with 500 people, then I think that yeah, I'm really sorry. And there's people out there struggling to build their profiles, and so I'm not mm-hmm. meaning to be disrespectful for them, like you know, because I essentially put myself in that bracket. But it's why should we take a place as someone that's a career career based? You know, mm-hmm. like it's it should just become back to maybe how it was. Um, previously, that actually yeah. is, if you do get trackside, it's it is a if you get a bib, it's it's a great thing. It's it's like the first time mm-hmm. I came to you guys with uh, at Gatville, and yeah. you get a bib and you go out and you shoot. And it's <laughs> like to wear that and to yeah. be like, okay, I've been accredited. It was a big deal. It's yeah. it's kind of that's why probably most people nick the bibs. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's that thing, isn't it? Of going, look, maybe they're maybe people will just start to consider now. Whereas before, if you provided the the top line of what they wanted, you're like, yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. Now mm-hmm. I think, yes, yeah, sports and championships will be saying, well, who are you? Who are you mm-hmm. shooting who for? Are you who, are your cl- exactly. who are your yeah. clients? Yeah. Okay, cool. We know we've got the regulars. Okay, cool. If you're being brought in by uh, this team, whatever, okay, fine, yeah. you're with them. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I think it's... I don't think it's going to be cause any long term damage. I no, mean, I say I mean, that yeah. now, and I've I hope proven wrong. But yeah. I don't think so. 
I hope not. I mean, because our, our ethos behind Fueltopia all along, I mean, we have all come from nothing. We've all come from car park photographers, the, all the people. And myself and Andy being full-time photographers, um, you know, despite COVID and everything, still, that's just proof of rising up. Do you know what I mean? Proving what you can do, being let in. Um you know, uh, many arguments to get trackside early on before I had any real mm-hmm. clients. Um, so you do, and we, we still support upcoming photographers, uh, not to mention some incredible talent, like in the BDC photographer, currently guys that we've got, I think there's two or three now that, that yeah, are, so some of the, some uh, of the uh, blogs yeah. have been coming out have been like, they're, they're awesome. awesome. Like absolutely amazing. Um, you know, we have all these talented people. I mean, we have people obviously like uh, Steve White, who does the rallycross stuff, or did did do the rallycross stuff, and mm. that's someone who isn't interested on in being doing it as a job. He just wants to create content. Um, and again, you worry that people like that might not have a place. Um, that's what I was. That's what just what I was thinking when I saw that article, and I thought, oh god. Um, you know, how do you get new talent when new talent isn't allowed in? That's kind of where I'm, where I'm thinking. I think it will be massively hard for people that aren't connected to something yeah. like a site. As, as yeah. Andy just said, if, if, if you're just starting out and you find yourself holding a camera and just trying to build it, I think it's going to be really hard for those, com- those guys uh, now. I think at the same time, there's always going to be stuff to shoot. Like, sure. if, you, do you, if you're trying to get into a fucking world rallycross. Yeah. But actually there's like an East Midlands rallycross event on at the weekend near you. You'll get mm-hmm. into the East Midlands rallycross event. Mm-hmm. You maybe yeah. have to do that for longer, but mm-hmm. to build up a portfolio and get good enough and then force your way into the world rallycross one. Yeah. But you can still go do that. You just True. might not get into to premier grade A motorsport. Yeah, that, that then, direct line that probably some of us or have had mm-hmm. the opportunity to have is probably is probably gone. Yeah, yeah. What Andy's saying, I think, is is totally right. Yeah, you, yeah. I think Andy, you went and did it, didn't you? With Speedway, you went and did some local stuff from what I remember yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. back in the early days, and you know, obviously, you came from Driftland. You did all that early mm-hmm. grassroots mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah, like you've got. To, I think you're right. Maybe your apprenticeship is now maybe having to become the a bit longer and build a bit of a, a cult following yeah. and your work maybe people's work will get kind of looked at a little bit more and going okay oh yeah the work if your work doesn't carry you then it could be a good thing you know because yeah. if you are genuinely talented that will shine through maybe even more now and it's the, people will recognize the, the talent the, the people that should be there will always force them themselves mm. there if that makes sense they'll yeah. force their way through the door I should yeah. be doing that. Yeah. I I am good enough to do that. I am good enough to get paid for it. Yeah. You know, that's but that comes with experience and you have to build experience. I mean certainly when we do Speedway, I go to events in Poland and there's like seventeen year old girls there with you know, the four hundred pound cameras that you kinda get the feeling that she probably shouldn't be Shooting a like a a world class of like a a GP level event, but mm. it's like they're doing it because they're close to the riders or some shit. I don't know, but it's there, there should be like a base level. I, I yeah. say this all the time. Like, there's nothing wrong with going shooting go karting or, you know, building up to that top level. Do you, Do you think everyone's done that? Do you think now? 
just a question out. Do you think that actually this might actually lay some solid, more solid valid, validity, validity to photographers and videographers, creatives? Because previously before, as Auntie just mentioned, oh, yeah, yeah. of course, a girlfriend and so-and-so will come, hold a camera, get me something that I'll put that yeah. out. But actually, by eliminating the, oh, my girlfriend can hold a camera and just snap a pic, yeah. does that now, could, could this new world actually really give the thing of going no you've got to use someone that knows what's up like the, the content now is just worth so much more that actually a really flat image of a of an iphone or camera or whatever isn't isn't going to cut it you know i think it could do i mean really what you're saying is almost going back to the days of film where you had a certain select group of of accredited photographers who could afford to be photographers because of the cost of uh, of film and developing film um there really wasn't that many back in the day like i've spoke to um you know colin who shoots a lot of world rally uh, world rally and stuff jimmy yeah, um yeah. and he always says to me how back in the day there was like re- like a handful <laughs> and it's just blown up now wherever you know because of digital cameras exactly what we're talking about friends of teams all this stuff um so i'd like to maybe in a way it will give more credit to those photographers that can actually work um mm. maybe maybe make them more valuable the other thing though as well there, there will always be a place for like user generated content so like yeah true if like, like a driver wants to do his own vlogs or yeah. whatever there will always be a place in that because there is no even if you know, he has a videographer. There is no uh, substitute for the access a driver can get himself, even if he just got fucking GoPro strapped to his chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? There will always be a place for that because that stuff's always interesting because it's behind the curtain. Yes, true. Yeah. And that is, yeah, I mean, that, again, I think one of, I think it was one of, I think it was you, Jimmy, you said earlier. Um, oh, no, it was you, Andy, when you said watching YouTube, because all those content creators, they must have seen a massive spike in in, mm-hmm. in viewership uh, and subscriptions and stuff, because a load of the people I follow have definitely picked up, um, d- you know, during this lockdown. So, which is, again, There's also cool. been a decline, though, Dan. Like, yeah. there's, do you, I don't know if you guys saw, there's a lot of articles saying that how all the, travel influences and oh yeah like that were all yeah we had nothing because yeah that apart from what they were doing is, is in lockdown so you know there's there's some again i think this goes just round is going there are some that have taken this you know whole situation by taking the bull by the horns and and reinvented and used it to create content but then there's i think almost others that have just crashed and burned and true Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good point actually there's probably three months of doing nothing that yeah. it's on the internet that's a long time so actually yeah. but their crowns have been replaced I think there may be an element though of like there are sort of certainly some 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 of the sort of travel influencers that the destinations are more uh, interesting than the personalities <laughs> oh right, yeah I, yeah you know, I think that the, the the strong, good personalities will always rise to the top. But yeah. if you put a, a YouTube thumbnail of of a GoPro photo half underwater, half un- over water of a blonde but with a bikini and her arse hanging out, you're going to get mega views. <laughs> or, yeah. or the one, or the one where you're holding the hand of your girlfriend and just oh yeah, that one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you Not can't you sure. can't make these videos just now. 
No, I mean, no. It, being in Slough doesn't have the same exotic no. feel as <laughs> going, going down an aisle at Aldi. And I don't think I really want to do it in some of these reservoirs I found up here either. I think that could be risky. Oh. <laughs> no, it's, it's cool. It's good to, I mean, like I said, um, I, I'm super grateful that you guys have wanted to come back on and, and share share your lockdown stories and a bit of opinions because it is good. Um, and it is nice to share that with everyone listening because it, it's a very interesting time. And if anything, it's good to document this. Um I find that quite interesting if you know what I mean like we can listen back and be like oh god yeah that was that was a mess that's when we, that's when we all did nothing <laughs> yeah that's when we all did nothing for those uh, for those that, that three four months but um no I think um again thank you so much guys for coming on I, I think we'll, we'll wrap it there for today um but it's been awesome so I think let's let's share with everyone like where they can find us because it's been a little while now so Andy where can we look you up if we need to find you bud just on the internet in general Paps, where's your stuff, buddy? Uh, you can find me Instagram typically at London Paps. Fantastic. And Jimmy, it's been nice. great having you on here for the first time, bud. Um, nice. where, I feel, feel where, very honoured being in nice. your digital house. It's, nice. it's really, really good. Well, you're very welcome. Uh, and we socially distance as well, everyone. So don't worry. We're all safe. Um, <laughs> we're staying alert, isn't it? Is that what it is in England? Stay alert, save, save lives? Yeah, stay late. Yeah. That's yeah it. right. So so where can we find your stuff, Jimmy? Because uh, I'm sure people would like to see your stuff on the barbershop and everything. In- Instagram, just hit me on Instagram, Jimmy Drama One. Uh, that's that's the best place to find. Perfect. Or, or obviously Fueltopia. Of course, of course. Well, yeah, obviously, we're all on Fueltopia best we can um, with with articles and so on. And even if it's just on the Instagram. But uh, I'm as always. I'm at Dan Fijian across anything uh, and everything. So you can look or us all anyone. up. Or yeah, or anyone. Um, but yeah, you can look us all up on there and, and obviously send us messages and anything like that. We love it. Slide into our DMs. Um, it's all good. So anyway, we're... Don't do that, mate. Please don't do that, mate. I won't, I won't respond. <laughs> but um, yeah, all these links for everything will be in the um, in the uh, description uh, on Fueltopia and across uh, Apple Podcasts and things like that. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Fueltopia Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. It's been good to be back. Uh, we've loved sharing with you all our chat and ramblings once again and we're looking forward to the next time we'll speak to you soon bye